thank you for joining us on Rama for Today. 1957 in Angeles Temple in Los Angeles. And one night after church, my wife and I were going to get in the car to go to our abode. And a young man called to him, Brother Hagin, Brother Hagin. So I stopped. He came and running. And so he said, now, I know in there a while ago you laid hands on me. Laid hands on several. I know the Holy Ghost came on me. And I, I know I spoke in something that wasn't English, all right. But he said, I'm afraid that was, was just me. I said, it must have been you. It wasn't your brother, was it? He said, yeah, I, I, I wanted it to be the Holy Ghost. I said, you want the Holy Ghost to get the Holy Ghost? Want the Holy Ghost to get baptized with the Holy Ghost? Oh, I said, Acts 2, 4 says they were all filled, and they, they's the subject of the sentence, they began to speak with other tongues. He said, whoa, I got it. You are listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Let's join Kenneth E. Hagen and his series on the Spirit-Filled Life. I was conducting a meeting in December of 1950 in Jacksboro, Texas. Jacksboro is about 62, 63 miles north and a little west of Fort Worth, Texas. I say that where people, because people know where the larger cities are, you know, but never heard some of the smaller ones. But a lady there everybody's receiving the Holy Spirit, speaking with tongues. And so the, the lady of the church contacted her friend further west, about 150 miles further west, school teacher, and said, come down, because this lady had been seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost or to be filled with the Spirit for 13 years. And so said, come down and get filled with the Spirit. Everybody's getting filled with the Spirit. Well, after school on a Friday afternoon, this lady drove down to Jacksboro. Now, she was in the Friday night. We didn't have day service. Friday night service, then Saturday night service. And she got in the line, but she hadn't heard any teaching. I laid hands on her, knew the Holy Ghost came on, knew that he gave her utterance. But I didn't have time to stop in the middle of a prayer line and give her a 45-minute, an hour Bible lesson. And so on Sunday morning, the pastor asked me to preach. Now, ordinarily, pastor preaches supposed to. But he felt led as will of God that I speak, and so I spoke. After that, I had spoken uh, and uh, turned it back to the pastor, and he's talking to the folks and about to dismiss them. These two ladies were sitting on the front pew here to my right. And so this lady that had here's when I knew about it. Didn't know I told you ahead of time. She stood up and said, Brother McMullen, my friend here, I, I contacted her. I told her everybody down there is getting filled with spirit. She's been seeking to baptism 13 years. And so she came down and Brother Hagin laid, Brother Hagin laid hands on her last night and Brother Hagin laid hands on her uh, night before last, Friday night, Saturday night. But she failed her. Wouldn't he lay hands on her again? She's got to go back this afternoon because you don't want to drive after night by herself, you know, 150 miles. Got to teach school tomorrow. And so he turned to me. I said, yeah, I'll lay hands on her. So she came up. I laid hands on her. I knew the Holy Ghost came on her. I knew that he gave her utterance. But that's no time to stop and give a Bible lesson right then. So I just ceased praying. 
turned around, walked away, turned it back to Brother McMullen. I walked back through the Sunday school annex and uh, went out toward the next parsonage next door, parking lot between that. And these ladies had come out the side door of the church and got in the car and, and uh, they couldn't get out. Somebody parked too close behind them. But as I passed by and saw her, she looked so disappointed, so dejected. My heart just went out to her. And, and I knew exactly, so I just turned around and went back. Now it's December, cold. And I knocked on the window was up. I knocked on the window in 1950s before we got the electric windows. And so she rolled the window down. <laughs> and knowing her, knowing her position and where the problem was, I opened my Bible to Acts that we read. Opened my Bible. And I handed it to her. No, she can read because she's a school teacher. I said, would you read that fourth verse, please? Acts 2, 4. Read it aloud. And she read, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now I said, whom does that verse said did the speaking with tongues? Well, she said, it said the Holy Ghost did. I said, would you read that verse again? Read it aloud, please. And so she read it aloud. I said, asked the same question. She said the same answer. I said the third time, would you mind reading that verse again out loud? She read it aloud, gave me the same answer. I said, would you mind reading that verse again fourth time? And she began to read. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began, why, 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 why? She says, it said they did. I had a Bible in a leather case. See, that's 52 years ago, 51 years ago this past December. So I've worn out several cases since then. But she took my Bible out of the case, looked at it. She said, I thought you had a different Bible, but it's just like mine. Well, she said, if I'd been called on to witness in court and they'd put me, you know, swore me and put me on the witness stand and asked me the question, I'd said the Holy Ghost spoke with tongue. And I, you know, thought he was right and would be wrong. I said, now, may I ask you another question, please? Did surely. Now, when I laid hands on you there in church while ago, did the Holy Ghost come upon you? Yeah. Did your tongue seem to want to say something that wasn't English? She said, it's all I could do to keep it from it. <laughs> I said, you're not supposed to keep it from it. You're supposed to do it. <laughs> now, I said, I know I can miss it. I'm human. I have missed it. I can be wrong. But I, I seem to sense that that utterance is still there. Go ahead and speak it out. You know, she never stammered a second. She just began speaking fluently in other tongues. And about that time, they dismissed church there and folk came by her, just filed by, listened to her talking in tongues. Amen. Praise God. No, you see, we have so many misconceptions and it, it hinders people. I was holding a meeting 1957 in Angela's Temple in Los Angeles. And one night after church, my wife and I were going to get in the car to go to our abode. And a young man called to me, Brother Hagin, Brother Hagin. So I stopped, he came and running. And so he said, now, I know in there a while ago, you laid hands on me, laid hands on several. I know the Holy Ghost came on me. And I, I know I spoke in something that wasn't English, all right. But he said, uh, I'm afraid that was, was just me. 
I said, it must have been you. It wasn't your brother, was it? He said, yeah, I, I, I wanted to be the Holy Ghost. I said, you want the Holy Ghost to get the Holy Ghost? Want the Holy Ghost to get baptized with the Holy Ghost? Oh, I said, Acts 2, 4 says, they were all filled, and they, they's the subject of the sentence, they began to speak with other tongues. He said, whoa, I got it. <laughs> Went off a shout. Oh, glory to God. Thank God for his word. I said, thank God for his word. Can you say amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. I left the last church I passed in 1949. Been on the field ever since then, but I, I for 13 years, was strictly in the churches. It wasn't anything for all for us to have at least 100 people baptized. And if you came up in Pentecost, I've seen the time if we got three people saved and two filled with the Spirit, we thought we had a landslide. But... It would be low if we just got 80 baptized. Most of the time, 100 or better baptized to the whole. Sometimes half of the church wasn't filled with the Spirit. We'd get them all filled. Now, my best record is 50 years. I had one man that had been seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost for 50 years. Now, 1956, I was preaching in the first four-square church in Pomona, California. And this man, his wife, he's 80 some odd years of age as members of that church. And so he gave me his testimony. Now remember, 56, 50 years, he was in the Azusa Street Revival, 1906. He said from 1906 to 1909, my wife and I never, though I was teaching school, school teacher, yet we never missed a service, never missed a service. His wife was filled with the spirit, but he failed to get filled. Now he came west then, and he taught in two different universities, mathematics in the University of, uh, of Kansas, mathematics in the University of, of, uh, of Michigan. And he said, if we could find a full gospel church, we went to it, but of course there wasn't many back, way back there. And he sought and tired and waited. The very minute I laid hands on him, I knew exactly, I knew exactly. But I don't, have to I don't have time to stop in the middle of a healing line or a prayer line and, and sometimes we give folks a few, little instruction, but sometimes it takes a whole Bible lesson. So I sent him to the prayer room. Afterwards, I went back there and talked to him. And I, I, though I knew, I didn't tell it. And so I said to him, now, uh, Come to the day, sir. Well, that's when he told me that they retired now to give me all the history of it. He said, uh, oh, yeah, we'll be here. We're retired. We don't, we'll be every service, every service. And so one time, right out in the service, this, I dismissed the congregation. And he came up to Brother Dr. Duffield and myself. We were standing down at the front. said, men... I'm ready to be filled with the Spirit. You fellas laid hands on me. I'll be filled right now. He said, I see exactly why I haven't received. I never have believed yet. Since hearing Brother Hagin, he said, I've just been hoping for 50 years. But I'd have you know I've changed my hope into faith. Dr. Duffield and I just stretched her hand out. We'd been barely brushed his forehead. He lifted both hands and started talking fluently in other tongues. 
went away talking in tongues, praising God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer, the Get to Know the Holy Spirit Package. This package consists of four CDs by Ken Hagen entitled The Person of the Holy Spirit. The next resource is the package of Reverend Kenneth E. Hagen's study guide entitled The Holy Spirit and His Gifts Study Course. Last but not least, Kenneth E. Hagen's CD, The Glory of God. These great resources are at the special price of $34.95. That's $16 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And Rama College Weekend's coming up October the 20th through the 22nd here, right, right here on the Rama campus. Right. You know, if you need to find out the plans that God has for you or just, you know, or learn more about the Bible, come and check out Rama Bible Yeah, College. because one course of study, that's just strictly Bible. You that's take, right. You can take two years of Bible, just strictly Bible yes. uh, courses. And then if you want to get involved in some of the other things, uh, they're all here. So come check us out. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.